Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song. And it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Good morning, Grand Valley. Here we go again. Final edition of the show for this week. As I always say, we've made it to and hopefully through Friday. 710 in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Welcome in. Bob Slider behind the board. I'm right here to talk to you as well. And you can join us on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600, or the phone line, 304 304- Two three two eighty two fifty five. I'm just a smidgen tired this morning, pal. How about you? A smidgen? No, a smidgen. I'm, I'm, so that's not too bad, though, right? Just a, uh, just a little bit. Uh, my, my little buddy, my grandson Teddy, and his parents are heading off to the beach today. Uh, first place, I would just like to say you could have invited Grandma and Granddad to go along. Because <laughs> I, I could surely use a beach vacation. I, I haven't been to the beach for a long, long time. I'll tell you what, I can tell you exactly how long. Uh, the last time we were at the beach was the year before Teddy was born. I've told this story before because we, we got a phone call at the beach saying that Natalie was pregnant. So he's eight, so it would have been nine years ago. That's how long it's been since I've been to the beach. Well, I know exactly how long it's been for me, too. Uh, James Gandolfini died. So whatever year that was, it was June of that year uh, Yeah, t- uh, his, with the news that uh, he passed away over in Rome, I believe. So, yeah, it's yeah, been a yeah, while for me, right, too, Howard. Uh, so his mom and dad were doing uh, the last minute, you know, getting ready for vacation stuff last night. So we had Teddy, uh, kept him for the evening and for the night. And, of course, when he's Teddy's at our house, he, he, we, we – we don't adhere to bedtimes. We just go to bed when the mood strikes us. So uh, it was late, and uh, and then I have to get my work done for the morning. But I'm not complaining. I'm, I was happy to do it. It was a great time with my little buddy, especially because I'm going to miss him. Well, kid's smart. He's eight years old. He looks at me and goes, Granddad, you're going to be sad next week, aren't you? I said, yes, Teddy, I will be sad. But you will be happy on su- Saturday next time when I come back. Yes, I will be, son. You you got it figured out. So, Anyways, that's why I'm tired. I'm a little bit uh, uh, but I, I, I wanted to spend that last uh, last night with him before he had, had, had it out, uh, had it out for action. Foggy morning this morning, 64 at the airport right now, uh, 64 at the Highland, 63 in Elm Grove, and 63 degrees here at the Robinson Autograph Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, as I said, foggy right now. When that burns off, it looks like we'll kind of shift between sun and clouds throughout the day. Could see some rain showers this afternoon. We'll be in the upper 80s, uh, which I mean, assume means flirting with 90, but upper 80s today. Patchy clouds and sun mixed again tomorrow. No rain tomorrow. Uh, middle 80s. Going to be muggy on your Saturday. But we do get showers coming back on Sunday. A few rumble of thunders are possible late in the day with bulk of the rain uh, beginning next week. We'll have the details coming up with Adam Fike in the full forecast a little bit later on this morning. Um, Big story, of course, uh, Donald Trump. Yesterday, uh, he was arraigned on charges he tried to subvert American democracy for federal felonies. He pled, not surprisingly, not guilty to all four of them. You know, Bob, there's something about a courtroom, something about being in the dock there, so to speak, that humbles everybody. Even, I mean, the most... uh, I think I would be appropriate in saying Donald Trump is probably the most loudmouth, bombastic person in the world in general, right? I mean, he just 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 says it. Just you know, you, you you can't nail him down. You can't quiet him down. Every time he's been in the courtroom, he comes, he sits down, holds, folds his hand, and sort of bows his head. I don't think he's praying. I think he's just. But there's something about being in a courtroom that just, even to someone like Donald Trump, it sort of brings you low. Well, I, I, I think, you know, he's got people advising him, Howard. They're probably saying, look, you, you know, your image, they're watching you. You can't look afraid. you got to look respectful. You are in a court of law. Uh, maybe he's trying. It's all about image, Howard, but I don't know. I, I'm just wondering if it's going to water it down a little bit with all these indictments, if it's, if it's going to be so much where it just doesn't stick I, maybe one or two good ones I don't know maybe more maybe more is better I don't know it just 
Yeah, I, I I'm just shaking my head. I just wonder what's going to happen next. Well, you know, I've asked that question almost every day this week. What what's what's the ultimate game plan here? What what if we think this through to the end? What is the end? And I, I you make a very good point. You made a good point this week too about uh, the timeline of things. You know, with with the, now we have at least three individual jurisdictions: New York, D.C., Florida, all of whom have indicted him on a variety of different charges. Georgia will likely add to that later this week or next week. So I'll probably have four different jurisdictions, all indictments coming from those folks, which will mean four trials. As you point out, then comes the question, how do you coordinate them? How do you get them all you know, put together? We know, as a, we know as a matter of history, Donald Trump has a couple of, of key plays in his playbook with the courts. And one of them certainly is, Delay, 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 delay. Just hold things. He did that when he was a businessman. He did it when he was president, when issues that were a problem, just delay it, try to keep it from happening. And in this case, of course, I think what he wants to do is delay it until he believes he'll be elected president when he can then pass the presidential wand and make it all go away. That would be the simplest strategy, just like you said, delay, delay, delay some more, let's get to the election, because can they actually throw a pres elected president in jail? You well, know, I think I, that's the card they're counting on playing. I think the answer is they can, but, but, but once he's president, I'm sorry, I just paused to think about that, him being president. Got a little sick of your stomach, didn't you? Oh, oh my God. Uh, if he were to be president again, then, you know, he would have the power to just tell the Justice Department, stop it. Just go away. I don't t take those. I'm not going to be just uh, dismiss them. Not exactly king, but pretty powerful. Pretty where You're powerful. saying, look, get out of here with that. I'm the president. What, what, what are you talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and he's he'll and listen, we know from his previous time in office, he had no real problem throwing around presidential pardons and presidential power. And I think he's gone crazier since then. So I, that's certainly a possibility. However, the judge yesterday, However. <laughs> the judge yesterday uh, I, I suspect, sent a little thrill of fear going through them. Uh, the judge in this case, the uh, D.C. case that was uh, arraignment was held yesterday, the judge said he'd like the prosecutors to give them a proposed timeline by next week and the defense then to follow up the next week with their proposed timeline. Now, Trump's attorney says, oh, oh well, you know, we, 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 we got a lot of things to look at, a lot of things to think about. I mean, we can't, I, we can't tell you how long it'll take us. And the prosecutors said that we're gonna, they're going to insist on uh, using what's called the Speedy Trial Act. Now, it gives you time. It's not like, you know, boom, boom, boom. But there are deadlines you got to meet, and you can't just keep delaying and delaying. You're right, Howard, but we watch a lot of Law & Order, you and I, yeah. and they're going to delay the start of the trial. They're going to get that delayed as much as possible. Okay, now you start the trial. There's techniques that they're going to try to use once the start the the trial starts to delay the you know the process now just you know object or you know we got to have some time or they're going to put they're going to come out with everything in the playbook. There's no question about that. And I said before already the uh, the I think it's the Mar-a-Lago case is already set for trial in May of next year. So the start of that trial is that's a fixed point in time. So now does everybody else move before it or even worse after it? Well, we don't want to, you know the first trial is already set for May, Your Honor. So we'll do this in November of next year, which now means Election Day. And then maybe the third one on January, which means Inauguration Day. So that's, this, is, this is where the fight's going to be right now. The first thing to see is what the timeline that the prosecutors propose. Next week, the judge in, said, you know, I want a full timeline proposed by next week. They'll propose their timeline. We know that the Trumps are going to try to uh, drag it out. It's going to be uh, very, very interesting. And I'll be curious to see how much credence any of the judges give to the fact that Trump is running for president. The, one of the arguments I am positive that the Trump lawyers will make is, Your Honor, you know, we've got three, maybe four trials that our client is going to be involved in. In all of these cases, he has to be, he has to be in the courtroom for the trial. He's running for presidency. If you don't allow him to, if, if you insist on scheduling these trials quickly, well, you're interfering with the democracy. You're interfering with, with the, you know, running for president. So 
But you you brought it up earlier this week. The timeline is going to be really, really critical. And when you when you shake your head and you really believe that you're in a Twilight Zone episode where just what is happening here in our country, then you listen to some of these wackadoo Republicans. I am a registered Republican, but I just can't believe that these educated men and women can go on TV and say, look, the only reason they're doing this is because of who he is. This guy is uh, he's not a criminal. That is what I just want to go over to that wall right there, Howard, and see if I can pound my head through it. I just can't. I just can't handle that. I, 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 I'm with you. And, and I don't even know what to do when I hear those arguments. Well, you know, uh, he's done nothing wrong. You know, I, I can have the argument with him that uh, Biden's a terrible president and Trump was a good president. I disagree, but that, that, we can have that argument. You know, we can argue that. But when you say things like, well, he, you know, he's done nothing wrong. He's a victim. As, yeah, he's a victim. That's crazy. And I've pointed out several times, and I will continue to point out, they keep saying that they being the, what would you call them? What kind of Republicans? Because I like your Maybe phrase. wackadoo. I wackadoo. can't remember. <laughs> the wackadoo Republicans. And it's important, by the way, that we always put that phrase in there because you make a good point. There are plenty of Republicans that are not wackadoo. It's the wackadoo ones that I worry about. And they're the wackadoo ones that, uh, that, that, that scare me a little bit as well. But the point I keep making over and over again is three different jurisdictions, New York, D.C., Florida, grand jurors, not the prosecutors, the grand jurors, which, again, I don't know what the grand jury in each of those cases, those states consist of. You can have, and from, I think, 16 to 23 members, 12 must agree. So we know that at least 36 citizens of America, not Democrat prosecutors, 36 citizens of America said he this needs to go to trial. Our colleague and attorney friend, uh, Paul Harris, yesterday was trying to argue against this, and Paul was a, a kind of attorney who always takes on the state, so you know, he was arguing that, 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 well, you know, grand jury, the old argument that prosecutors can get a grand jury to indict anything, that will indict a ham sandwich, the old phrase. Uh, and Paul says why well, he wishes that more prosecutor, more, more members of the grand jury would ask harder questions. And, and Mr. Harris said, if I was on a grand jury, I would want to see every police report and every investigative uh, report. I, and I wanted to, to, to call in and say, Paul, you're an attorney. You know, that's not the pur purpose of a grand jury. The grand jury isn't to decide if he is guilty. The purpose of the grand jury is, is there enough out there for it to go to trial? Does, is there enough possible evidence out there that a jury ought to take a look at it? The grand jury is not supposed to ask for all the investigative reports. I, that's wrong. And Paul knows it's wrong. It's just he's this kind of guy. He likes, to, he likes to stir the pot a little bit. Paul Harris, by the way, every Thursday afternoon from 3 to 5 right here on The Watchdog. And, and uh, Bob, you got to give the folks in, in the, watch, the nation's capital credit. You and I have been there. You know what? The, all the bars in town are putting on specials, uh, drink specials for the, uh, for the arraignment yesterday. A restaurant on Capitol Hill called Fight Club had um, three times the charge. That <laughs> was one of their drinks, since this is his third indictment. And uh, Midlands Beer Garden in the Parkview neighborhood, I don't know where that is, uh, was, <laughs> had a, a promotion, when it arrains, we pour. <laughs> Offering discounts for people who want to come in and uh, drink some beer. Sticky Fingers, a vegan diner and bakery and bar, offered a peach slushy and peach brown sugar cupcakes that uh, referenced, oh, I get it, referenced Trump's comments on what is now known as those Access Hollywood tapes where he talked about the things he could do with the women. So, Howard, I've been in bars where fights have uh, broken out many, many times, dozens of times. To my memory... None of these fights were political based, you know, where it was a Trump guy or a Biden guy, you know, yeah. duking it out. I can see this time, it, you know, being uh, yes. so divided, almost like a Miller Lake commercial. Tastes great. Less filling. Let's go outside. Yeah. Uh, when we made our trip to Denver uh, all those years ago, it was kind of like that. Not a real rowdy when you think about here where the bar might empty and end up in the parking lot. But you had your Denver fans, you had a lot of Steeler fans in there, and uh, you know they wanted to let, they wanted to be heard. Uh, Steeler fans wanted to be heard. 
I can really see what about a year from now when we when we get closer to November of twenty four, fights all the time, just just brawls, Howard. Wouldn't be surprised, especially in DC. Uh, I mean, passions run high. Passions run high. Um, I have never. You're right. I mean, I've never seen a political bar fight. I walked out of a bar here in town one time when there were, and the bar's no longer here, so so don't try and figure it out because the bar's no longer here. Uh, and I put up with it a lot, but uh, there were a couple of guys who were, you know, criticizing, Barack Obama was president. They were criticizing him, um, and I didn't say, until they started talking about it, they said, well, you know, can't you see why? Haven't you looked at him, boy? Look at the color of his skin. That's when I got up and I walked out of the bar because I would have then started to get, and I would have had to call you for help because if I had to get, if I get into a bar fight, Bob, that probably is not going to end too good, is it? Howard? No, no. You know who could tell you about how I handled a bar fight one time? Randy Wharton. He came to your rescue, didn't he? He was a police officer at the time, and we, we were in a huge scrape down in center, South Wheeling, actually. And after uh, Randy and his partner pulled everybody off the pile, got to the bottom, there I was and my buddy Tom Stobert, and, and Randy said, what the hell are you guys doing here? So I would not do well in a bar fight. All right, what are we doing today? Kerchival's perspective on Bob Huggins' latest request. Hoppy's coming in to talk some more about that. You maybe read his commentary yesterday at WVMetroNews.com. The Friday Roundtable of Local News with John McCabe. Uniglobe will have a travel show. Looks at Disney, upcoming yearly travel preview, and some sports trips. And um, the highlights of the week from our show coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show, where it is 7.25. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News the voice of West Virginia. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. Saved by the Scan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Save big with 11% off everything at Menards. Get a beautiful view with new windows from Jaldwin. They're durable, energy efficient, and low in maintenance. Come check out our great selection of over 100 sizes and styles in stock and ready to take home today. Get a 48 by 36 inch vinyl sliding window for $159 after 11% rebate. Good through August 6th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply see store for details Save big money at Menards. you want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands wvu medicine wheeling hospital delivers the right care right here at home developing new and exclusive services recruiting top surgeons we embody the mountaineer spirit building upon strong traditions pioneering medical care moving forward with compassion wvu medicine wheeling hospital Delivering the right care, right place, right time. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. songs that uh, back in my days in my youth we all sang and thought it was great we were 16 she was 16 we're gonna hang out late at night and daddy's gonna wake us up and all that kind of good stuff and here in uh, 2023 i'm not so sure we're supposed to be playing those songs bob well we kicked it around howard and i decided to uh, to see what was out there today's theme is songs that were hits might not be, uh, be too so good to put on the radio today. <laughs> That's You're 16, you're beautiful. Yes, you are. And you're mine. Yeah, see, 
Now, please, I don't want any. Uh, see, we know that this is a little on the edge, okay? I don't want any of my female friends calling and telling me how terrible it is that we're doing this. Because it might get worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. 728, 64 degrees. Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 64 at the Highland, 63 in Elm Grove, and 63 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. It is foggy outside. Fog was pretty thick when I came in, probably light, lightening up a little bit, but it's going to stay with us uh, at least for a while longer. Highlights, highlights, highlights. Every Friday, Bob and I take a look at the look back on the week. We, we reflect on what has happened on this show over the last several days, and we kind of pick the things that are the most interesting, the most important, the most entertaining, and sometimes the most embarrassing. It just depends on what strikes our mood. What do you got for me today? You know, I, it's hard for us to do it by ourselves, Howard. And I always appreciate when we get a guest that I really think it knocks it out of the park. And I yeah. thought we had two this week. That I can't, can't remember his name. I think it was Luke, the 1968 guy. Luke Nichter, yes. Luke. And then, of he, course, Matt. He, not to interrupt you. But yeah. He was a really good guy. I mean, he was great. He surprised me how good he was because I had never talked to him. I had talked, written with him, but. I never talked to him until he was on the air. He was a good guest. And that was a fascinating year in 1968. We probably could have done, what, two hours with him, Howard, just talking about the year alone. And I think we'll get him back. And then uh, Matt Robeson, every time Matt comes on, he just is really, really great. I, I, I listen to every word that Matt says. Uh, so number three was our two of our guests, Howard. And I just, again, I thought they hit home runs this week. Uh, Matt is, um, of course, I was in, uh, in, he's a former congressional staffer, former campaign consultant. He's a podcaster, a broadcaster. He writes for a lot of the online um, websites, and uh, but you know he's one of these guys who does his homework. I'll ask him a question, and he'll say, "Well, you know, now forty-eight percent of this, or there's two thousand six hundred and seventy-two of these." I mean, it's not just like throwing opinions out there. He's a he's a sharp, sharp guy, uh, and we're going to do another segment with Matt next week because. I had him scheduled for a different topic this week, and then the Trump thing kind of took over, so he's coming back next week. So you agree? I, I didn't put it as one of my highlights, but I would. I certainly I, I concur. I, I absolutely. Uh, and, and again, Luke Nichter surprised. Shouldn't say surprised me because the topic was good, and I skimmed the book. But he was just a good guy. You know, you know what I mean. Sometimes you, you know just know exactly what you mean because I can tell when you get tired of talking to a well, a bonehead like me, when you get a sharp guest in there, Howard, you light up like a Christmas tree. Well, it's just yeah, he was anyways, he was very good. Now, highlights of the week, I always look first of all, what are a couple of the of the really important stories that we did? Obviously, this week Trump was a dominant story, national story, and one we spent a lot of time on this show with guests and with our own conversation. Bob, you and I both had a lot of opinions on that. Uh, so Trump, the entire Trump story, uh, one of the serious things that we talked about. The other that we picked up on yesterday and we'll follow up on today, uh, Bob Huggins just apparently won't go away. He just won't go away. He's still trying to get get something, get something. Is that your game plan with Hoppy? You're going to prod him a little bit with uh, just going to say Huggy? Huggy, and then he's just going to just going to tell us how he feels about it, Howard. Well, my game plan with Hoppy today, coming up at about eight ten this morning, is to uh, really I want to ask him how do you feel about Huggy. You know, I mean, we, well, I'm glad you asked, Howard. Yes, um, and I'm going to ask him the same question that I have asked, actually about Huggy on the air, but more importantly that we've asked about the Trump story. What's the game plan? What's Huggins really trying to do? It, it just we'll get so anyways. The Huggins story won't go away. Those are the two uh, big ones for me. What else you got? Number two on my list was a simple call uh, from a listener. as a longtime listener, longtime caller, Steve from St. C. And I know that feeling. When you're traveling, <laughs> and if you have something good that you are really interested in, time flies by. You know, hours go by like minutes. And uh, Jerry was able to uh, share that with, uh, with us coming back from Florida. Got to listen for almost all day of local programming because of today's technology. Using so, watchdognetwork.com. Yeah, yeah, so Jerry really made my day. He appreciated it. He was driving all the way from Florida. So that, that phone call kind of put a little bounce in my step. I, it was on my – it didn't make the final cut, but it was on my list of possibilities. I, I would agree. That was a Honorable good call. mention. It, honorable mention. That was, that was actually a pretty good call. And then he, we got, it, he let us into some talk about the Italian festival and the future of that, and that was good too. So Yeah, and, and that takes me to my number one. I, I'm going to pat myself on, and you on the back. I thought our, we set the Italian festival up pretty pretty well last Friday. Patting on the back. Ah, had a boy. You know, from our music and encouraging everyone to stop by, and then later on in, in, in the day we, we broadcast from there. But I thought here on the 
morning show, Howard. I thought we really set up the Italian festival pretty well. Absolutely. But as good as we set it up, those Pine Room boys knocked it out of the park. Uh, you know, I, I hate to sound like a fanboy. I mean, I you know, it's not my style to be quite as complimentary as I have been to these guys. But I'm going to tell you, the Pine Room podcast guys, they are just top-notch. They are, and it doesn't come by accident. Uh, they're very good, but they work very hard, too. You know, it's, they, they just don't, you know, show up. They, they get there early, they're prepared, and they really realize that they're broadcasting. They're just not sitting there BSing. And they're entertaining. And they're entertaining. Absolutely. And, and I said, the, the mark that I use is that I listen to them. <laughs> you know, that, that to me is, I, I tune in and listen to them. So I thought we did our job, Howard. We were the lead in. We were getting everybody kind of ready. Prime the pump. Yeah. Prime the pump. Absolutely. We got everybody's Italian juices flowing, Howard. Yes, and then, then we had our own hot sausage sandwich. <laughs> we did. And you had a little extra. Yeah. But oh. light. But. <laughs> hey, that's, uh, that's what festivals are about. But uh, I was really proud of what we did. We kind of set the table, Howard. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, I, I just can't say a good enough job about the Pine Room guys. And I shouldn't ignore uh, Doc uh, uh, George's and you and Bear either, but just those Pine Room guys, they're just, they are just top notch. I just can't say. say and let me try that. to push this cat back in the bag here a little bit since Howard. Uh, stay tuned, everybody. We got uh, big announcements coming here on the Watchdog concerning even more Pine Room Boys noise. Uh, no, not noise, noise. No, news. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. News, not noise. But uh, on Football Fridays, uh, listen, because we're going to uh, come with some really big announcements here. Got some here. fun stuff coming yeah, up. really yeah, good gonna stuff. going to be really, really good. All right, so down to the wire for me. Those were, That was your number one? Yes, yes, number one. Um, I have two, well, two at, sort of at the top. It was fun conversation talking about the restaurants. The rise of the skippily clad waitress restaurants, Twin Peaks. There is one in Morgantown. Which is great. Whoever came up with that idea. It's a, it's a franchise, but it, there Kudos. is one in Morgantown. I have been there. For research purposes only, of course, I've been there, uh, is one of the fastest growing restaurant chains in the country. They're going to go over a billion billion dollars this year, I think. Uh, and they're going to be in the top ten. Uh, you know, they're not strip joints. All right? They don't give lap dances. It's just they call, they call them restaurants. It is an official category. You read the restaurant news stuff. There's a restaurant category. Um and we had some good talk about that. Bob, sometimes I just I just always put you here at the top. Well, I love that, Howard. It's not one of those embarrassing moments, is it? Bob and the Immortal Frog. <laughs> Bob and the Immortal Frog story had to be one of the absolute best highlights of the week. And maybe, you want to know part of that. Maybe of the month. The 70-year-old frog in the time capsule that riveted out when they opened it up. Bob and the immortal frog is my number one. Well, thank you, Howard. But you did believe it. I don't believe it for, for, not, for not for one second do I believe it. But, uh, but it was a good story. It was uh, fun. And actually, my number one uh, highlight of the week was Monday. We didn't have a show. That's right. It was your birthday. We we stayed home. And celebrated. I celebrated my birthday. So, yeah, that was probably it. But, no, I think short of that, Bob and the Immortal Frog was there. So, again, between you and I, what people can see here, if you don't listen to us all the time, we do a bunch of different stuff. You know, we do food. We do politics. We do serious interviews and conversation. And then we have Bob and the Immortal Frog sometimes. There you go. I mean, we do it all right here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We do it five days a week, and we're live and we're local. I should point that out. Uh, and we have Ohio Valley headlines for you, too, like right now with Taylor Long. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 4th, starting off with a verdict of the high-profile murder trial in Ohio County. William Carmen has been found guilty on all charges related to the murder of a Norris tag by a jury. After four days of testimony, the jury declared Carmen guilty of first-degree murder, carrying a sentence of life in prison. The jury also recommended that he not be released from jail for the rest of his life. In addition to the murder charge, he was convicted of burglary, robbery, and child endangerment. The jury had the option to offer Carmen mercy, which could have made him eligible for parole after 15 years, but decided against it. 
In the other case we've been following closely for you, the prosecution wrapped up in the Josh Sills rape and kidnapping trial in Cambridge. The chief investigator was on the stand for hours, explaining why it took nearly four years to bring this case to trial. If convicted on both counts, Sills could face 33 years in prison. More details and complete coverage can be found on WTRF.com. And a group of Wheeling first responders wore different uniforms last night. The police department and fire department went head-to-head -head at the first Guns and Hoses charity basketball game. Both teams have been working hard to prepare for the matchup at West Banco Arena. While it was a fun night for both teams, this game means something more. All proceeds from the event are going to Sergeant Joshua Radish of the Wheeling Police Department and his family. And if you're wondering who came out on top, well, that would be the fire department, who won 47-41. to Close game. And they used to call it Thursday Wing Night, but now Weirton rallied to make it a celebration of summer and youthful fun. Cars filled multiple parking lots around Kenny B's Bar and Grill as they and other restaurants offered hundreds of pounds of wings free for children. The tailgating was in response to the controversy surrounding wing restaurant Big Shot Bob's in Weirton, whose Facebook post this week regarding cars and their parking lot has sparked controversy in hundreds of comments. Owner Kenny Boyer says the opportunity for a party sometimes just presents itself. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday and a wonderful weekend. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Hello, it's John Kozik, founder and president of TurboTrack Realty, and I buy houses as is fast for cash. Call me today for an all-cash offer on any of your properties, and we can close within days at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Do you own a property that's outdated and needs thousands of dollars in repairs? Great, I'll buy it. Give us a call today for an all-cash offer at 614-470-2000, 614 2000. Would it be convenient for you if you could simply take what you wanted and leave the rest behind? Great, I'll buy it. I buy vacant properties, inherited homes, divorce situations, death in the family, apartment buildings, rental portfolios. I even buy my tenant won't pay me the rent houses. Call TurboTrack Realty today for an all-cash offer and speak with one of our friendly staff members at 614-470-2000, 614-470-2000. Is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Watchdog Warning Show. I need to quickly explain so nobody, what we are doing today, Bob and I together thought it might be fun, and he put all the work into getting these things, to take a look at songs that once upon a time were a big hit, but that maybe here in 2023 aren't necessarily the best to play, all right? So, yikes. <laughs> Bam a lamb, Howard. <laughs> Bam a lamb, indeed. Bam a lamb, indeed. And there are more coming before the show is over and done with. And I'm going to get out of here very quickly when I'm done. And that way I won't be able to get people coming in with pitchforks and torches yelling at us. It's all in fun, people. I don't have it in front of me. There was a story I had a couple of days ago. I threw it away. About The survey was on how many people can't take a joke anymore, Bob. 
And isn't that true? People, people can't take a joke. Yeah, lighten up, everybody. You know, 90% of what we do here is a joke. There are many of you who think that we are a joke. We joke around with Adam Fike from the Big Seven. Good morning, Adam. We joke around, no, never. <laughs> no, never. We don't ever josh around with you, for sure. Hey, listen, it's good to be here on Friday. It's a feel-good Friday. Are there any more cliches I can throw out there about Friday? I hate those cliches. I was literally just talking about that with the Bob and how I have to agree with you on that. You know, it's it's finally Friday. It's um, it is finally Friday, but it's like it's finally Friday. Fry yay! You know, I suppose, and you're young enough. Maybe this does for you. When you reach my age, the weekend is the time for quieting down, calming down, just being relaxing. It's you know, back in the day, there was a time when Friday was you know the beginning of party, party. But not anymore. No, it's not Friday for me. It's just, it's just, whew, made it through one more week. The weekend is here. <laughs> I was telling Bob, it's like, I don't, it's like, I like the weekends. Yes. It's nice to have fun time off, but it's like, I will work as much as I can. So having the weekend off, what does that mean? I get to sit around and do nothing. I don't enjoy that. I need to be doing something. <laughs> well, I, I hear you. I, you know, I, I think, I think you and I talked about it. I know we talked about it on the air. Monday was my birthday, and I took the day off. But my parties, my wife had had a party for me on Sunday, and I took my own kids out uh, on Sunday night. So Monday, I was off work. I was bored silly. I had nothing to do. You know, I, I took the birthday off thinking, oh, this would be fun, my 70th birthday, take the day off. I just sat around and stared at the wall because I had nothing to do. So I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And... Uh, the only thing is I'll probably eat a good bit this weekend. I will eat and relax. That's that's the game plan. Uh, we are looking for a kind of mixture of sun and clouds throughout most of the weekend, though, right? Yep. Today, once the fog lifts, mostly sunny. Saturday, I wouldn't. it's not cloudy, but it's not sunny either. It's that right. layer of high cirrus clouds, so it, it looks sunny, but you see shadows still. Sunday, mostly sunny, but then it gets yucky as we start next week. Uh, mid to upper 80s, basically over the next several days. Um, it's going to be it's going to be warm. It was hot yesterday. It was the first really. We we just talked yesterday morning about how pleasant it had been for the last several days. Yesterday was hot. I mean, I don't know what the temperature was, but it, it was really hot outside. I would say I wouldn't. Yeah, you can say hot. That's your opinion. But I would say more so muggy. We were in the mid to low 80s, but dew points were in the 60s, so it just felt sticky, which makes it feel warmer. Yeah. Well, that could be, but I, I, yeah, it it was sticky, but I just, the last couple of days I'd walk outside and I would feel pleasant. And yesterday I walked outside and I just felt the oppressive heat again. So, um, Mm -hmm. uh, and it is going to be in the, in the mid to upper eighties, depending on what day it is throughout the week. A little bit of rain, but not too much until Sunday, right? Correct. So today, anything we see is just pop-up showers. We had the same thing yesterday. I would say even 90 to 99% of us didn't even see the showers. And it's going to be a little bit more coverage today. Not everyone will see it, but if you do see a shower pop up or an isolated rumble thunder, it's going to get dark and then you'll be back to sunshine. Saturday dry. Even much of our Sunday itself is going to be dry. Anything we see is not going to be until after sunset. So that 9 p.m. to midnight time frame is our best chance for that on Sunday itself. But overall, our best chance for storms and showers comes Monday. Okay. All right. And then, so Monday will start off, the next week starts off with some a good shot of rain or and even storms, right? Yep. So it's still, since we're still four days out there still, I'll be honest, a little bit of uncertainty exactly when. There's a chance we could see showers in the morning and storms in the afternoon, or there's a chance we'll just see storms in the afternoon. So expect rain on Monday. Just know that any of those storms could produce some heavy downpours and gusty winds. But even if we don't see anything in the way of severe, we still could see gusty winds along the cold front of 30 to 40 miles an hour on Monday. But then we're back to sunshine with just a pop of activity next week. Uh, Mid-60s everywhere around the upper Ohio Valley this morning. 64 at the airport, 64 at the Highlands, 63 
uh, on my pool deck in Elm Grove and 63 degrees here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. And um, foggy outside. Well, it was when I came in. I, su- I assume the fog is probably starting to burn off, right? Still dense in some spots, but not as thick as it was last hour. So now that the sun is up, it's slowly trying to dissipate. So I'd say by 9 a.m., much if not all the fog has gone. All right. All right, sounds good, Adam. Have yourself a wonderful Friday. And, um, yeah, do something, Adam. Just don't sit around, all right? Yeah, Come on, know, stay yeah, active. You're, you're, you're too young. You know, you should be active. Take that fiancé. Take your, your fancy fiancé out and go do something exciting. Oh, she's already told me we're going out to dinner, but I don't know where yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you're you know, already starting to get... Some places a little nicer, and it's going to cost us extra penny or two so That's, not looking forward to that but it should be good food though wherever it's we go good. it's good and you're starting to already understand what marriage is all about you're being told where you're going to go and let <laughs> yes, me tell you as one who has been married for 46 years it's always going to be like that the rest of your life just i want you to be aware of that adam good talking to you as always we'll talk to you uh, on monday have yourself a great weekend talk to you then thank you see you, adam uh, almost 750 here on the, on the watchdog morning show uh, text line, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600. Howard, for people that work more than 14 hours a week, Friday, Friday is a big deal. Time for you to hang it up, Howie. <laughs> it's signed a friend of Abe's. Ah. <laughs> I've been talking to the boss. I, this this guy will go crazy. I've been talking to the boss about cutting down maybe to another hour, slicing it off another hour of the show, you know. Do I need to do three hours every day? Maybe just two every day. You know, take it take a little bit easier in my old age. Then I'll start getting this guy writing me text ten times a day. It's ten till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. We've got Baby Dog and Bob Slider coming up next. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the Watchdog trusts. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Everybody was kung fu.
chopping them up, Harris. Seven to the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, songs that shouldn't be played on the radio anymore, but once upon a time were hits. That is our bumper music theme of the day. You know we're getting in trouble for this, right? I mean, <laughs> before the day is over and done with, you know we're getting in trouble for this. Hey, we didn't write it, Howard. <laughs> but we did plan it. We did. Well, yeah. And we can't even say it just, it just was a spur-of-the-moment thing. We actually talked about it for quite a few days and then decided it was, you know. Anyway, 7 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, Bob Huggins apparently wants his old office back, among other things. Hoppy had uh, details about it yesterday. His commentary at WVMetroNews.com. Talked to Ted about it on his own show, Statewide Talk Line, at 10.06 every weekday here. And uh, Hoppy's going to join us right after the top of the hour to uh, share a bit more about uh, what Huggins wants, what Huggins has been told from WVU, and more. That's coming up in just a tad. But right now, it's time for... Slider on sports. Mitch Keller gave up eight runs over five innings, and his second-half skid continues. The Milwaukee Brewers blow out the Pittsburgh Pirates 14-1 to last night in Milwaukee. Keller, an all-star, was 9-4 with a 3.31 ERA at the break. Since the all-star game, he has gone 0-4 with a 9.97 ERA and has dropped to 9-8 on the season. Brewer starter Adrian Hauser picked up the win. He struck out five, two walks, one run in six innings. Same two teams tonight. Rookie Quinn Priester gets the start for the Bucks. Colin Ray uh, for Milwaukee first pitch, 8.05. The Brew Crew in the lead in the National League Central Division by a half game over Cincinnati. The Buccos 10 games back. The TBT, Howard. TBT. The basketball tournament finals were last night. Heartfire over Bleed Green. Heartfire over Bleed Green, 78-73. to 73. They win the million dollars. That breaks down to about 70000 per player. Do you, know, do you know who those, those teams are? What I heard was uh, I think both teams were like an all-star team. They just went out. There was no, no okay. alumni. They no, just went out to get the best player available. It wasn't from some particular no, school. They just said, we want the million bucks. I just thought, you know, here – Best Virginia, you hear the name of the team, okay, you know where they're from. Yeah, and that was like that in a lot of the regions, but I don't know. These guys might have had the right idea, Howard. They're divvying up a, a million dollars as we speak. Well, it probably was the right idea because they won. Yeah, you know what? I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but we win a million bucks. What's my count? Or what? You know, what's my cut? 70 grand. Now, look, don't get me wrong. I'd love to have 70 grand, but I guess you know, by the time you pay well, everybody, when you hear a million dollars, now it's seventy grand. Then you say, "Well, here's your seventy grand." No, no. what happened well, to the thanks. million? Thanks, yeah, million? thanks. But again, uh, congratulations to those guys. Last night in Canton, Ohio, the NFL kicks off with the Hall of Fame game. It was the Cleveland Browns over the New York Jets, twenty-one to sixteen, in Guernsey County, Ohio. The Josh Sills trial should wrap up today and go to jury. The Philadelphia Eagle offensive lineman is charged with rape and kidnapping. If he's convicted, Howard, he faces 33 years man. in prison. So, man, oh, man, oh, man. And don't forget, everyone, to start your Saturday morning with the Paul Harris Saturday Sports Huddle with your host, Dr. Angelo Georges, his co-host, Mike Florak, Hall of Famer Doug Huff, and your producer putting it all together, Ross Johnson. That's tomorrow here on the Watchdog Network. From 9 to 12, the Saturday Sports Huddle with your host, Dr. Angelo Georges. Slider on Sports Time, 7.57. As you pointed out a few minutes ago, we are tick, tick, ticking away towards uh, football season, though. Uh, when football season gets back in gear, uh, Bob and Bear and a couple of good old boys talking sports will be coming back on Saturday mornings. And we have a lot of other things we'll be talking to you about within the next couple of weeks as we're getting ready here for our uh, – I guess it's like our prime season, right? It is. It's our, to, to use a quote from uh, Tony Soprano, Howard, it's, it's our busy season out there. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned. Uh, uh, Football Friday, bigger and better this year. Can't wait to make the announcement. And, of course, uh, plenty of high school football play-by-play for you, as well as WVU and more. All of that will be uh, we'll tell you more about as we announce things uh, probably next week, I hope, maybe by then. And for sure, we know this for sure, every John Marshall game, every Wheeling every Central one. game right every here. One. On, every one of them right here on the Watchdog. Network and every Mountaineer game. So I heard crickets there with that, Howard. Would you say every Mountaineer game? <laughs> yes, we'll root for the best. This we'll is for the, the turnaround best. season. This is it, Bob. I don't know. Now you're sounding like Donnie Gilbert. You're making me nervous. I just, I just made that up. Um, you know who has her own store now? Who has her own store, Howard? Baby dog. Get out of here, baby dog. 
The official baby dog store is now open. I'm on their page. Uh, you can get T-shirts. Uh, let's go baby dog T-shirts. They've got baby dog uh, koozies. They've got, uh, I love this one, baby dog coffee mugs. Uh, Republican, Democrat, baby dog all uh, on, on the mug. Now, this is actually put on by a group called Win Red, which is a Republican fundraising group. And so if you buy the baby dog items, I am assuming that the money's going to go to Win Red, which is a, a group that then funds candidates. And in this case, they'll probably fund Jim Justice. Uh, paid for by Win Red, not authorized by any candidate or candidates uh, committee. So it's clearly a political kind of thing, political action group. And in order to even buy something, uh, you have to f agree to all of the usual rules of campaign contributions. Still, smart move. Even the Democrats like baby dog. Even the Democrats. My daughter-in-law yelled at me again. I told her the governor was in town last week for the Italian festival. Governor's office called me and said, you know, the governor's going to be here if you want to come down. She said, didn't you go? Didn't you get a picture? Couldn't you? I, wonder, I want a picture of baby dog. She's a, as blue a Democrat as she possibly can get, but she do love baby dog. All right, 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hoppy Kirchwell is coming up next. Our travel show following that, and McCabe and I at 9 o'clock. 5.1 AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling. FM 97.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. BC News. I'm Brian Clark. Former President Donald Trump pled not guilty Thursday to four felony charges stemming from his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election result. He was released, but with conditions. And former FBI agent Asha Rangappa, an ABC News contributor, says... Trump is now under the court's jurisdiction. And the court has power to, for example, hold him in contempt if he does not follow the instructions to, say, not contact witnesses. And a new ABC News Ipsos poll shows that Americans are taking this indictment seriously, says ABC's Mary Bruce at the White House. Two-thirds of the country, 65%, think the charges related to January 6th are serious. Now, former President Trump, of course, is arguing that he is the victim of a politically motivated prosecution. But just over half, 52% of Americans, think the former president should have been charged with a crime in this case, with 49% saying Trump should suspend his presidential campaign. This hour, the Labor Department's July jobs report will be released. ABC's Daria Albinger has a preview. The government's latest jobs numbers are expected to reflect a slight slowdown in hiring, but not by much. Economists are expecting a gain of about 200,000 jobs and that unemployment should hold steady at 3.6%. Wages may rise about three-tenths of a percent from June. Record heat continues stretching from Florida to California, while in Alabama, thousands are without power in Atoa County because of strong thunderstorms.